independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You start looking around and going, okay, so what are we going to talk about? There's so much stuff to talk about. Let's talk about home here first. Job numbers. The labor market has so far stood up to the reality of a slowing economy and the possibility of a recession. The country churned out 372,000 new non-farm jobs last month, easily eclipsing most analysts' expectations. For the fourth month in a row, the number of unemployed Americans stood at about 5.9 million. Yeah, so there's still plenty of jobs available, but we're also hearing that those jobs are slowly but surely coming off the board. And as we talked about yesterday, and is, and it's a weird thing, because when we normally have a recession, and I do think we're in a recession, I could totally be wrong. I would like to be wrong. The, the, the reality of, of, of a recession usually is, is higher unemployment during the slowdown, right? And the contraction in the economy. But because of COVID, everything's kind of wacky. I mean, we could conceivably be in what was be technically a recession, which is two, one, two quarters where we contracted in the economy, but unemployment remained relatively low. So is that a possibility? Yeah, it absolutely is. 100%. And, uh, but there's no doubt. 100% in my mind that we're heading into a recession uh, this year at some point. But I feel like we're in one now because I work with advertisers. I work with investors. I know what they're doing. They're scaling back. They're not hiring the way that they were. They're hiring for the need they have, not the need they expect to have. They're learning to do more with less and just understand that that's the reality of it and that things have changed. And part of, at times, being in a recession is that you can't find the workers. If you can't find the workers, you can't fulfill the orders. I was talking over the weekend so uh, with my, uh, my pastor, uh, Kyle, good dude. I was talking to him and his wife, and uh, she's awesome, and Lynn and I were chatting. We're chatting about uh, uh, there's a huge pool company out here. And they, they've stopped advertising. Oh, last year, boy, they didn't need it. They couldn't find the workers. They couldn't get the materials. They're being sued because people are waiting. They're, they're, they're into their 18th month waiting for their pool. They're going into their second summer waiting for said pool. That puts a crimp on things. It's a weird time. There's no doubt about it. But it's a time where people are uncomfortable. They don't know what to do. They're, they, is, is this good? Is this not good? Is it, it, could it be great? Could it be? Uh, nobody knows. They just feel like we're all going in the wrong direction. We talked about that the, yesterday. That poll, 88% of us think we're going in the wrong direction. Now, we, we may be going in. We don't know which direction is the right direction. You know, for some people, it's we need to go this direction. For other people, we need to go this direction. But what we can all agree on is the direction we're heading, it's the wrong direction. Right. I mean, even the White House, which the bizarre. I mean, the stuff that they talk about at times, is just so odd. And KJP, right? Uh, Jean-Pierre, she is she's not good at this. She isn't. And I, and you're following the ice queen. 
and she seems to be a lot nicer than the ice queen was the the the, the white house spokesperson and she is but she just is you're like what why do you think it is that 88% of people in this country polled by Monmouth think the country is on the wrong track? I'll say this. The president understands what the American people are going through. He understands that gas prices are high um, because of Putin's tax hike, because of the war that Putin, the brutal war that Putin has um, taken on in, in Ukraine and their brave fight to fight for their democracy. That's what we're seeing here. It's great. So it's Putin's fault again. And yeah, yesterday you heard what? It was uh, it was Putin's fault. And then Buttigieg is like, oh, it's the gas company's fault. It's greed. You're, you don't even know what's going on. You have no idea what's happening. You're throwing things out. You're talking at your ass. You don't know. You have no idea. You have no plan to. That's the other side. They have no plan. And uh, Milton Friedman said it great, right? He said, I said, said it best. A great economist. He said, uh, Inflation starts at one place. It starts in Washington because they're the only ones who can print money. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry because, you know, they got a plan. But again, we understand what the American people are feeling. We're doing everything that we can. We have a plan. Here's the thing. We have a plan. Republicans do not have a plan. You don't have a plan. You don't. You don't. You, you have no plan. None. When you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. When you look at the unemployment numbers at 3.6%, uh, when you look at the jobs numbers, uh, more than 8.7 million of, of new jobs created, that is important. Unemployment? Those are great numbers, right? But do you feel yourself, feel like this is, you feel great? Obviously, if 88% of the people think we're going in the right direction and the economy plays a huge part of that, that's an issue. So if this is what great feels like and historic, I don't want to see what bad looks like because I feel like bad leads to cannibalism. Put it out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Let's go international now and uh, shocking. Uh, so last night, uh, I, I was starving. didn't eat anything all day. Literally, I, I, I thought, oh, I'll go get something. I had nothing. I think I had a piece of string cheese, and I had one of those small Campbell soups. So I got home last night, and I was like, my wife's like, I made pasta. I'm like, I like pasta. I love pasta. You eat all the pasta in the world. And so I had, like, a big bowl, and then, like, Charlie didn't finish hers, and I ate hers. And I'm sitting there going, I think I need to go take a swim. So it was late, and I'm swimming. And as I get in the pool, they're like, oh, this, uh, you know, Shinzo Abe, the former prime minister, collapsed on like a makeshift stage you're like oh that's that's horrible when that old then you find out oh my god he was shot you're like what dude was super popular but he was shot and he was killed in japan there have been gun wounds in two locations in the neck and there have also been subcutaneous hemorrhage that has been observed and we conduct resuscitation measures however unfortunately 3 past 5 p.m he has passed away yeah so uh shinzo abe shot and by the way that's an assassination but that's what that is now the question is why who's the guy what took place how 
because he's popular, by the way. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, Shinzo Abe, he came into power. So I think he was, for like a year, he was uh, prime minister. Then he left, came back, and then he was the longest-serving prime minister the, they ever had, the longest-serving leader they ever had that was an elected leader, not an emperor. But the 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 big question is, this is a country that doesn't have gun violence like this. This is a country, now in the 30s, they had, uh, I think it was the last time they had an assassination of a prime minister or a former prime minister. But this guy is super popular. They caught the guy. They did. They caught the guy. Looks like a homemade weapon. The weapon recovered at the scene appears to have been a homemade one. And the suspected shooter, 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami, did not flee after firing on Abe. He was tackled by security and immediately taken into custody. Former military guy and told everybody this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to kill the president, shot him, uh, or the prime minister shot him through the back. Wanted to kill him. That was his plan. And he carried it out with a homemade weapon. And he said he was upset with him. And now the question is why? Why are you upset? That's it. Again, it, it is, it's, you can't even imagine. I mean, this, it, and everybody, as I'm trying to explain this to you guys, this is like having... Uh, somebody shot Bush, right? That that that's what this is. This is one of those you know few leaders in the world that that rubs elbows and can look eye to eye in just about every other leader on the planet. And he had you know when he came into power, he started to militarize them again. He pushed the military forward into modernization because after you know they got into that thing in World War II, the whole Axis thing. Uh, he, uh, you know, they, they got away from that because they were feudal before that, right? It was, you go back 150 years plus, I mean, it was, you know, it was still, it was still clans and samurais and emperors and, and it was feudal all the way up until, you know, past World War II. And then they're like, all right, let's not do this anymore. And they became, it's all about the peace. That's like peace, tranquility, whole nine yards. They don't have gun violence. They don't have those kind of things there. They're more into poisonings and stabbings, but it is a uh, uh, a leader, and and he's not protected like our leaders. I mean, I explained it the other day. Uh, I'm always fascinated because our governor, he comes in like once a month. He hangs out with our, our one of our midday guys and their friends, and he comes and does an interview. He used to do it on our afternoon show, but he doesn't like us anymore. So, uh, but he shows up. There's three SUVs. One shows up early, comes in, kind of sweeps the place. Guys got their little earpieces, the whole nine yards. They're they're they're. It's no joke. Then he's got like six guys with him. They're like bodyguards. They don't have that in a lot of these other places. It's crazy. Somebody just walked up to him. Boom. Just just nuts. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, again, shocking to, to see a, a former head of state uh, shot and uh, now the question is, okay, you said you wanted to kill him. You said you did. Why? Why? And like with any shooter, why? You're upset with him. Why? Did he do something? Did he do something specifically to you? Was it the moves he made? Did you get fired from the military? Were you paid by somebody else? All oh, the conspiracy theories, I'm sure, are running rampant. Start of the New World Order. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. The New World Order. It's here. Can't believe it. Healthy Cell. Take my Healthy Cell every day. Uh, 
Man, I love it. I, I love the fact that, you know, because I'm not a big fan of pills. And uh, I try to eat well. I do. Uh, but, you know, vitamins, minerals, you guys know this. I, I lack at times in my food choices, the uh, the snacks that I may eat or not eat at all. This is where Healthy Cell comes in. Ingestible gel, tastes amazing. Suck it up, away it goes. Right? It's ingestible gel. Right? I know you're like, what? It just, it's, imagine having some, like, a little bit of applesauce. And that's going to get you as much as 15 giant vitamins that you would take. Because it's going to get into your bloodstream faster. You're going to absorb it faster. It's incredible. So I take REM for sleep at night. Not the band. They're awful. They would put me to sleep, though. But, uh, you know, and it's great, the REM sleep. Oh, daytime focus and recall. But first thing in the morning, my immune super boost. Get your healthy cell now. Start your path to being healthier. Get off the vitamins and get into the not not the not could be the future, the actual now of living better with Healthy Cell. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Chad. You can get a twenty percent off first order. HealthyCell.com slash Chad. HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Uh, you traveling? Hey, if you're going international, I think you're okay. If you're going local, by that I mean maybe you're just taking a you know a quick hopper somewhere. You know, you're trying to go from L.A. to Vegas, or you're trying to go from, you know, uh, Seattle to Dallas or Portland to, you know, to, I don't know, somewhere, you know, just some, and you're going in the afternoon, eh, going to be troubles. And then again, you get into the south, right? Like, there's going to be a ton of troubles throughout the south because it's that time of year. you got thunderstorms, and it only takes a little bit of that chain to be broken for the whole thing to have issues. And when you don't have enough staff and you don't have a lot of the other things, eh, and then you overbook, eh, it's not a good look. Quote, the reality is that there are just more flights scheduled industry-wide than the ATC staffing system can handle. Until that's resolved, we expect the U.S. aviation system will remain challenged this summer and beyond. The airline, of course, also blaming weather. Yeah. It's a struggle, man. I, I listened to some of these, uh, you know, because they're all kind of coming out now. Like, We're sorry, because they've overbooked for years. But it, it's, it's one thing when you overbook and you're like, all right, uh, you know, we, we're, we've 1% overbooked, 2%. But when you have two-thirds of the flights that you used to have and you're booking the same amount of people, and then you realize, oh, my God, we only have half of the pilots and staff we need, all of a sudden it's becoming a giant nightmare and it's going to continue to be that way for a while. It's going to continue to be ugly for a while. And I think people need to realize that's why they're getting out in front of it, which is always smart, which is always smart. And they can't find enough. I mean, I read the other day that Southwest needs to hire 10,000 employees. That's a lot of employees when apparently there's two jobs for every one unemployed person. And, you know, I used to work at the... I had friends for years who worked at the, you know, they did something 
uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, I work here like one day a week or two days a week because I get free flights or, you know, and so uh, you're not even getting that anymore. And that's and pilots. That's the other thing. You know, you listen to pilots and they're like, "Uh, I retired two years ago. Uh, And I'm not coming back. Yeah. Are they throwing money at you? Yeah. Are you listening? I'm paying attention. Oh, because they're asking retired pilots now to fly what? I think one, one or two days a week, if you could. And if they're offering you huge amounts of money to fly one or two days a week, you might think about that's how desperate they are. I mean, they're not going to let us fly the plane because that would just be awfully silly. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Executive action. Again, if you can't do it one way, do it another way. Abortion. Uh, Desperation. You can smell it in the air. What is the president going to do? Because they're looking around. I continue to blame the Democrats in a lot of ways. Uh, you guys had years to to sort this out, and you didn't. Just like when it comes to immigration, everybody, you've had years to fix this. Republicans, I'm looking at you, and you didn't because the money was too good to pass up. Chad Benson, Joe. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Roe v. Wade went away. Yeah, yeah, I know, right, 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 right. That was crazy, huh? Oh, my Lord. Uh, yeah, but it went away. So, uh, desperation and... When you've got desperation, as people have, government. Government is reactionary, right? Like even here. So we're one of the few states that can actually get it on the ballot. And yesterday was the final day in Arizona where you could have gotten enough signatures to get it on the ballot. They didn't get enough signatures. They didn't have a real push until the official word came down. Think about that for a second. They knew some 50 days earlier, based on the the reports that were coming out, the leak that was out, that this was going away. And rather than get in front of it, they were desperate. And it didn't get on the ballot. So, and I'm like, that's, that's welcome to the world of, 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 of people who are reactionary. Government is the king of being reactionary. And now they're trying to figure out, okay, so what do we do? What do we do? How, how, how are we going to do something? We need, we, we need to figure this out, right? So uh, like everything in this world, Congress has decided to do what Congress loves to do, which is give up all the power and urge the president to take 
action. The White House says President Biden will use his executive powers today to protect a woman's right to an abortion. The move comes amid an intense pressure campaign for the president to take action to blunt the effects of the high court's decision that erased nearly 50 years of legal precedent. In a meeting with governors last week on protecting reproductive rights, the president promised to help protect women who travel across state lines for abortion services and to protect access to abortion medication. So he's going to take action. And they're like, yeah, do something. And, the, you know, the, you know, the, there's been floated around, well, on federal land. Like, so if you can go to Yosemite, <laughs> get an abortion. Hey, it's nice. Look at all the trees. Uh, we were talking the other day. Uh, Bruce St. James uh, is a talk show host and uh, race car driver. We're talking about his race car driver. We, we were chatting, and he brought up something I thought about, and he said out loud, I mean, that's freaking, I get it, man. I freaking get it, man. What about, you know, Native American lands? Can that reach there? Do they have to follow the same rules? Probably not. Is there going to be a push for that? Oh, I never thought of that. They've got casinos. They've got other. Is that a possibility? But it goes back to the fact that once again, you had opportunities and you didn't do it. You had opportunities to do a lot of things and you didn't do it. And Biden knows, "Ah, I'll do this, but eh, it's probably not going to hold up. Much of this has already been outlined by administration officials over the last few weeks. It does not go as far as Democrats or advocates are calling for. But the president has been very clear on this. Without congressional action, his options are very limited. And this morning, that list is growing. At least 13 states have stopped nearly all abortion services. Yeah. But you had the chance. When I hear people bitch about immigration. Now, here's the thing. They did do something about immigration in the 80s. Because like everything, everything's subject to change. And most importantly, it's subject to the whim of how we're feeling at the moment. So the 80s, for those of you who are a little bit younger, don't know. And some of this you don't remember. Uh, You know, it. Tip O'Neill and Reagan and everybody get together and they had this big thing. And oh, my God, right here is we're giving amnesty. Right. So everybody that's here is going to get amnesty and the opportunity to become a citizen the whole night. Oh, my God, it's great. This is it, though. We're not doing this again. And we're shutting it off. Well, 40 years later, ain't nothing that happened. Nothing's changed. It's gotten worse. So if you don't actually enforce said laws, which I think a lot of states aren't going to do. Here's the weird thing about this, though. And you're hearing a lot of, 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 you know, district attorneys and, and law enforcement people are like, we're not going to go arrest uh, somebody. It, it doesn't matter whether you do or don't, because for all intents and purposes, doctors aren't going to do it. They're not going to risk their, 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 their license. They're not going to risk their, their, their livelihood, right? Nobody's going to insure them. The potential to lose everything, that's going to scare them enough. Now you'll have some that, oh, they'll, they'll see it as a duty and they'll run around and you know do whatever they can. But, but that's already happening. That's, that's happening. Where, you know, like Arizona is a perfect example. We have two laws on the book. The first law, it's a law from 1901. Arizona wasn't a state. And... It was a territorial law. 
where they're like, look, we're just going to take all the laws of the territory rather than just do a whole bunch of new ones. It was kind of fold them in. And that was a law based on contraceptives being mailed through the package. I mean, through, and a package through the mail. That's kind of what that was about. And they don't know if that supersedes the law that was just passed, which was 15 weeks. So they're going to like, the, the governor's like, we'll let the courts decide. Like that, that's really like, what, whatever. So what did the abortion clinics do here? Stopped. Because they don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. And Biden knows, I am limited to what I can do. Because, and, and if this thing gets challenged, it's flimsy at best. Uh, and it's going to end up going to the courts. And you, I, here's the thing. The funny thing is, while there's a division in the courts, when it comes to Roe v. Wade, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised if that thing got up there and it was 9-0 because they're going to look and go, look, he overstepped. He knows that, so he urges. But are they going to do anything? No. They're not. They've had opportunities in the past and they didn't get it done. Just like with immigration, right? 86, you get this thing done and everybody think, oh, big, yeah, yeah. And since then, they've had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to fix immigration both sides when they've had the majority and they have, they've had the will of the people and people even in the other party who are willing to work. But because these things make money, because they are a wedge divisive issue that can continue to help people in the party remain in power and continue to, to fill up the coffers, it was kind of ignored the fix because the problem was more important than the fix. And then when all of a sudden something happens and it goes away, oh, my God, now desperation comes. You had opportunities. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, Shinzo Abe, the uh, president or the former prime minister. Think of him as the president. The former leader of Japan was assassinated uh, late last night, our time, early in the afternoon. His, it is insane uh, as more and more is coming out about what happened. But here, the best way to describe it, somebody just walked up to him and shot him. That's that's it. Homemade weapon, walked up, shot him, boom, dude was popular. Abe was a popular leader and became the country's longest-serving prime minister. At the time of the attack, he was giving a speech in support of a party member ahead of parliamentary elections this weekend. Despite stepping down, Abe remained a major power broker both domestically and internationally, helping shape American foreign policy in the region for years. Yeah. So, got the guy, uh, said he wanted to do it. That was like, that was his thing. Apparently, like that's uh, that was his uh, that was his jam. He he, and now the question is like everything else. Why? Here's what we know so far about the suspected shooter. He's been identified as 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami from the city of Nara. He's a former soldier, and according to Japan's local broadcaster, he told investigators that he was unhappy with the former prime minister and that he intended to kill him. Yeah. Uh, sh- shocking. Shocking. So shot him in the back and through the neck, and they did everything to try to to save him, and uh, they could do nothing. Even when he got there and he had arrived at the hospital, but he was out there doing a stump, spe- a stump speech and homemade gun. 
So crazy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Speaking of guns, uh, every day, once again, just like with Uvalde, we're finding out new things over and over again. And with the latest one of uh, the the asshat evil SOB who shot up a bunch of innocent people watching a parade for Fourth of July, and I'm telling you guys, it you just sit here and you're like, much like what we were just talking about, implementation is so important. And if you don't, you can have the greatest script in the world. And you could give it to the 50 worst actors, and they'll turn it to crap. You could have a marginal script and give it to the 50 best actors, and they'll, they'll, they'll shine that turd into a diamond. And I'm saying that because were there some issues? Investigators now digging into the alleged shooter's background and any possible missed red flags. Lake County Police Commissioner Chris Cavelli telling ABC News that authorities had actually been called to the accused gunman's home, mostly for domestic reasons, a number of times. I saw 22 times. Now, I not all of that may have been him, right? But Pops helped him get a, a, a gun. Now, he had to go back and get a new license as he got older. But that was two months after he threatened to kill mom and dad. Not not, not I hate you. Not I don't like you. But, like, I'm going to kill you. 22 times. Think about that. 22 times. They came to the house. There were issues. Based on, like, at the fifth time, I'm like, I think we should take everybody's weapons. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, they're reporting he had uh, you know, sex dolls, which is not a big deal. But apparently, as we're finding out, and Phil, you and I have talked about this, incel. Incel. Dude couldn't get a date. Women didn't like him. Those kind of things. Struggled, angry, pissed, the whole nine yards. Just nuts. And it goes back to if we have red flags, because think about this, Illinois, tough to get a gun, tough to get a license. Uh, but 70% of the guns, by the way, in, in, in Illinois are, are from out of state. So they're not there on vacation. Because there is that straw man. Somebody go purchase a bunch of guns. It shows. Come back and sell them. Make big money. You can't follow them. It's a tough. Uh, it, it, it's a tough way to follow it. And and you know it's it's. I was talking to my buddy Bruce the other day, and he just moved back there from Chicago. He goes, man. He goes in my apartment I, on a clear day. I'm like, I can see Michigan. I can see you know Wisconsin. I can see Indiana. You're like, it's that's how close everything. So, so many of these guns pour in from there, but this guy got everything legally. But there was enough red flags to maybe ask some serious questions. And if you don't implement the things that you have, what's the use? What's the use? And I don't know if the new bill is going to be, you know, groundbreaking. Because if you've been to somebody's house 22 times and anybody in the house still has weapons... That's not a good thing.
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. EdenPureDeals.com. Go there. Use Chad B-O-G-O. Bogo, baby. So what are you going to get? You buy one, you get one free. OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier in the world. Plug it right in the wall. Super quiet. Sounds like this. And you know what it smells like? A little bit of a thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have to buy any filters. Incredible. Does not mask the odor. Kills the odor. So that's totally different. So some places, they'll say, oh, the air purifier is great. You got to put all the stuff in it, and then it doesn't stink anymore. No, it just smells like whatever you want it to smell like. Uh, but the minute that stuff goes away, no, no, this destroys the odors. It's that amazing. So you buy one, you get one. You buy 10, you get 10. You buy a million, you get a million. Please buy a million. Uh, go to EdenPureDeals.com, Chad, B-O-G-O, EdenPureDeals.com, Chad, B-O-G-O, free shipping, EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo, to save big. Chad Benson Show. Deep states? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. Okay, how are you beer? James Conn started his career in films like El Dorado and Brian's Song, but it was his iconic role as Sonny Corleone in The Godfather that cemented him into Hollywood legend. No more discussions, no Conn more passed away Wednesday night. An announcement on the actor's Twitter reads, The family appreciates the outpouring of love and heartfelt condolences. James Conn was 82. Yeah, hell of an actor. Brian's Song, very sad. The way you saying that? Dumb fight song. That 32 trap play. Remember? I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you next training, Jack. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, so if you guys ever saw it about uh, a, a relationship that in that time never happened. Gail Sayers, greatest running, one of the greatest running backs of all time in football, and Brian Piccolo, this white guy and black guy, and their friendship, and, you know, uh, Piccolo gets sick and, and dies, and it's just, it's, uh, he did a lot of stuff. But, yes, th- let's not forget, you know, he was also, uh, well, he could be funny. The sooner you sit still, the sooner we can get this mess over. Okay, then uh, can we eat sugar plums? You betcha, we'll eat sugar plums and gingerbread houses, okay. and we'll even paint eggs. Well, paint eggs, that's easier. <laughs> of course, he was an elf. Uh, good life though, man. You live eighty-two years. You're uh, you're doing all right, right? Right. His buddy, his son uh, Scott Con, I believe, is in Hawaii Five-O, the TV shows, and a lot of different stuff. So uh, the legacy shall the the jawbone and the jowls those will still continue. Uh, speaking of uh, well, the jawbones and jowls. Uh, it's just a little bit of fur on his face to give him those jowls, but uh, the money's good. A re-recorded, one-of-a-kind performance by Bob Dylan himself of his classic anthem, Blowing in the Wind, just sold at auction at Christie's in London for nearly $1.8 million. And no, you can't hear it. Only the bidders were permitted to preview the song. So why do it? Producer T-Bone Burnett, who oversaw the recording, tells Variety it's in part a commentary on artists earning fractions of a cent from streaming, saying he and Dylan determined it'd be easier to sell one song for a million dollars than a million songs for one dollar. Yeah, and if you're Bob Dylan, you can do that. If you're the average artist, you can't. Uh, and it's also, he looked around, and he saw these NFTs and everything. He's like, people are paying $300,000 for a stupid ape? 
that they own a picture of that anybody else could just steal the picture of? Yeah. So, why not do this? T-Bone's like, you got to have some other stuff around here. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Horrifying. I just saw some pictures of the homemade gun that shot and killed Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe was shot in the back while campaigning in the city of Nara near Kyoto Friday. Abe clutching his chest and collapsing. He was airlifted to a local hospital with no vital signs and pronounced dead a short time later. Abe was 67. Abe was Prime Minister of Japan from 2006 to 2007 and again from 2012 to 2020 when he retired due to health reasons. Yeah, uh, Tetsuya Yamagami, 41, he's been taken into custody. Uh, the gun was a homemade gun and the picture of it, it looks like it's... It's two lead pipes or copper pipes on a little board. Uh, it's got a handle. Everything's, you know, it's got some wiring. And uh, he got off two shots. And it's, and, I mean, here's a guy that, it, 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 this, is, this is like shooting a former president. And just walked up to him and shot him. So who is this cat? Uh he was in the military, the Maritime Self-Defense Force, for three years. And he was frustrated with Abe. On top of that, they went to his house, tons of explosives. He's already confessed that he had manufactured multiple pistols and explosives so far. Uh, he Apparently, and from what the local officials are saying is, and he shot him, but originally he wanted to blow him up. That's why he built so many of the uh, bombs, but he told them that it was less reliable. And this was something he knew had already worked, and so he wasn't uh, uh, worried about it. 125 million people in Japan last year, 10 gun-related crimes Uh resulting in one death and four injuries. According to police, eight of those cases were gang-related, which is mostly the Yakuza. Now, if you want, if you're a private citizen, right, you want to get a gun in Japan, this is what they do. Even if you're a licensed hunter, you can own a rifle. But even when you're going to do that, you have to pack a pass a background check, a written test, undergo health, mental health evaluations before you can own a gun. Just just insane. 
So he figured out how to build a gun, and there you go. And it's, I mean, it's it's just got tape on it. I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, it looks like MacGyver built it. It's got black electrical tape, and and he was able to uh, to kill the former prime minister. It's just, it's it's insane. It is. It's like that's where we are. You know, this world, because I, I, I think about that, you know, yesterday I was a little frustrated, you know, some of the, you know, the, the things that, that, that I get sent every day, I don't share them with you guys. Uh, and maybe I should, I don't know. I don't, but, and, and I, I'm fine that people reach out. I don't care. At some point though, it's like, you know, really, do you have any like life? Like, how are you that angry? That's what I want to know. Like, how are you that angry? I look at the, the 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 awful POS that killed the kids in Uvalde, that, that 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 climbed up dressed like a woman and shot and killed several seven people in, in High Highland Park and wounded what another nineteen? Killed a father, a uh, father and a mother. Dad shielded the baby from from a two year old from the from the youngster. From from the shots, mom's dead. Dad dies. The two year old's walking around, crying, not knowing what the hell's going on. And you're just like, what the hell is happening? How are people so angry? So, where where is it? I was, yesterday I was doing research, because I do that, so you don't have to. And, and I'm going through a lot of this research, and, and I'm pulling up mass shooters, and the average age of a mass, you know, shooter, because uh, I think a lot of people, you know, uh, like, how old is the average age? Well... It's very interesting when you when you when when I go when you go in and start looking at stuff. Uh, it's a trip. So the Rockefeller Institute of Government number of mass shootings in the United States from 1966 to 2020: 1,449 deaths, 3,590 victims. So that's injured and deaths. Now this is up until this is not COVID and. You know, after this is up through 1990. So I was shocked. From 1966, there was 12 shootings through 1975, right? Then they started to increase. But from 2011, pretty much, when social media exploded to 2020, 160 mass shootings average age 33 here's something though when we hear about and again they're looking at all mass shootings because the people say there was a mass shooting this weekend but we never really hear about it because there's always agendas only 54 percent are white and out of the quote-unquote long guns 74.6% of perpetrators used handguns. 
There's no doubt that it's it's mostly male. 95.7%. We'll call it 96. That's a... That's what the mass shooter looks like. Now, if you go and start looking at, say, the last several years, it's young, it's young, young men in their late teens, early 20s. Late teens, early 20s. If you look at it as a whole, well, it's, it's in the 30s. Right? Because you had people that were older. Uh, you know, I mean, there was a, there was a, I remember there was a, a, a decent amount of postal shootings. <laughs> people say, oh man, that guy went postal. Remember that? You say that? Oh, that guy went postal. So, but it's the why, right? Like, you know, I mean, some of the mass shootings that, that you know, you look at, like, we still have never figured out. Like, you go and look at... Vegas to this day is the most perplexing thing ever. I mean, it is as far as mass shootings go. There was nobody knows anything. Like, if you want to talk about somebody who left zero footprint to give you an idea of why, it's that guy. In fact, I don't know his name, which is good because you should know any other names. But when it comes to these young kids, have you noticed what one thing that's going on? Uh, more and more of them are, are are surrendering. It's like they, they, they not only are they angry at the world, they want their they want their fifteen minutes of fame. So they want to get back at the world because nobody will date them or whatever, and 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 because they're awkward, uh, and they also don't want to be famous after death they they almost want to like live in the, the limelight now it's but the, we have a problem and the problem is why do young men right now do this what what is it about this at this moment in time that have so many young men so angry and I look at social media. I, 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 I honest to God, the, the minute I don't do this job, there goes my Twitter, there goes my my Facebook, there goes my. I probably might keep my Instagram, might not. I don't. I, because I, I don't. The hatred and anger is so ridiculous, and it's so uncalled for. And and and, man. I, I just at times I think how did we get to this point where we're so angry and I think so much of it was was is social media and I don't blame social media I think we just gave an outlet to people but it is sad sad so shooting in Japan of course we've had a couple in, in Denmark lately uh, obviously the one in Japan was very much a political assassination but when you have a country where there is no shootings and the shootings that do come the 10 of them what eight out of the 10 were yakuza which is you know if you don't know the yakuza that's the japanese gang they're the ones who were all tatted up from top to bottom but they all wear suits so you really don't even see their tattoos and it's you know it's kind of like part samurai part you know uh the godfather but man 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff to get to. Good news on the uh, economy front when it comes to jobs. Uh, we created more. That's a that's huge, huge. Uh, but it still feels like we're going in a bizarre direction. Text the program. Do love hearing from you, even when you're full of hate, <laughs> which is apparently every day for a lot of you. Healthy cell. Maybe you need some of this. It's great. Take it uh, every single day. Wake up. First thing I do is my immune super boost. Uh, I have little kids around me. Go to school. My daughter, she's a whopping, uh, well, she's going to be four next month. My goodness. Uh, well, guess what? She uh, she goes to school with a bunch of other little uh, snotty kids like her. Snotty. Come on. They got germs. I need to boost my immune system. That's where Healthy Cell comes in. Just amazing. I get more out of taking the ingestible gel in a little pack, right? It's just you open it up, goom, gone. Suck it down. Tastes great. Still trying to get to make peanut butter and jelly for me, but you know what? This is good, too. Imagine just taking, like, a bite of applesauce, but in several different flavors, and you're going to get more vitamins, minerals, nutrients in that than in 15 of the go out and buy all these big, giant vitamin pills. No. Soups or absorption gets in your body fast. Vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, uh, you know, uh, so many things. Elderberry, incredible. And so I love it. I love it because, uh, like I said, my little my little one, she goes to school. And Healthy Cell knows, oh, you know what, Chad, you need to boost that immune system because they bring home all kinds of stuff. Right now, ditch those big pills and get yourself some Healthy Cell. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Use code Chad. 20% off your first order. It's risk-free. Money-back guarantee. HealthyCell.com. Slash Chad, HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say woo! Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out, see what's trending on the webs of the internet. Uh, Shinzo Abe, former prime minister in Japan, shot and killed by an assassin today who was angry with him. Talking about that uh, all day, and it's going to be a story. Why? What happened? How did it get to this point where... Uh, this guy did what he did, and he said he wanted to do it. Talking earlier, he said he wanted to blow him up, but didn't think it would work. So he built a homemade gun. Goes back to the, and he's already confessed. You know, said it. It's what he wanted to do. Just wow. <sighs> Boris Johnson, the zombie government, because that's what's happening. We'll get into it a little bit later in detail and how this whole thing breaks out, but uh, he's still in power. So he resigned but he's staying on till they get a person to take over uh so it's kind of same as it was same as it ever was until they find somebody else and it's not an overnight thing they don't have a secession kind of plan like we do so uh that's very interesting pretty griner pled guilty to drug charges in russia so she faces 10 years. I don't think she'll get that. But it is an interesting situation. One of the things that we have talked about with Brittany Griner is the fact that uh, 
she really never pushed back and nobody else really screamed and yelled uh, on her behalf that she didn't have hashish with her. While it might be legal here, it's not there. And while you are protected by your oligarch pals who on the team you went to play for, they lost all their stuff and there was going to be issues and you weren't going to going to be protected that way. So now the question is, what happens next? Is she going to do 10 years? I don't know. But will she get some time? Yep. Head over to Twitter. Uh, Shinzo Abe trending. Elon Musk getting ready for a big battle. with. So Elon Musk is just welcomed twins a week after he had welcomed another child with uh, Grimes, his the American version of Bjork. And, uh, and now he's fighting with uh, potentially could be a battle and lawsuit with Twitter over the value, which is going to be interesting to see how that plays itself out because uh, it's a worth, right? What's it worth? Is it worth what he offered? I don't think so many of these. I mean, he's the guy that comes out and says, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't. I gotta tell you guys this. Uh, Tesla's like way overvalued. Because <laughs> it was. If you go and look, because people buy the hype, right? So you go and look at how many cars they sold versus what their value was. And you are buying into the future of something. But with an understanding that, yeah, I'm buying into the future of something, uh, but uh, and I expect this to be something, but it was already at the point where it should have been in like 30 years. It's like, hey, we sold 1% of the cars in the U.S., but we're worth all of the other car companies combined. 323-538-2423. <laughs> Good economic news. We'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff. Maybe some fun stuff, too. Right? It's a Friday. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The economy, stupid. Nobody really knows what's going on with the economy. Are we in a recession? Are we not? Depends on who you talk to. Sean Cruz. I think the data that we got today shows that there isn't a a recession in in the sense that we typically think of it. We typically associate recessions with falling jobs, high unemployment, and we did not get that in this report. So he's from uh, TD Ameritrade. It's one of those analysts over there. Uh, Yeah, and that's what I've been saying. We're in a weird kind of moment do i think we're in a recession well if you go by what i think we're going to get with the the labor market was great today but if we look at the first quarter we contracted i don't think we grew in the second quarter economically i hope i'm wrong so that means that if we contracted again technically we're in a recession but we got plenty of jobs plenty of good seats available kids there are plenty of jobs so the new report comes out today and damn it 
There's a good one. The labor market has so far stood up to the reality of a slowing economy and the possibility of a recession. The country churned out 372,000 new non-farm jobs last month, easily eclipsing most analysts' expectations. For the fourth month in a row, the number of unemployed Americans stood at about 5.9 million. Yeah. So, what? We're going to have a weird job of situation where there's growth in areas but not in others is it going to be a weird thing where the you know the the seventy thousand dollar jobs go away and and they're replaced by you know twenty thousand dollar jobs 25 i don't know it's just a bizarre situation because if you ask people they don't feel super comfortable they don't feel as if you know, I work with advertisers, I work with business owners, I work with major investors. They're pulling back. There's nerves. They're, 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 they're not fraught with worry, but they're worried. They're being cautious. You know, 88% of people think America's going in the wrong direction. A lot of that is, some, some of it's political rhetoric. Some of it is definitely where we are financially so it's a weird it's it's a good report but and much like when you go out and you look at something like coronavirus it's this isn't the same kind of recession we would get this isn't and i've always said it's not going to be that that 2008 everything falls apart and you know overnight you know everybody's unemployed kind of thing uh, the great recession but there's going to be something. And is it only going to hit certain sectors? You know, I was talking to my uncle last night. He's like, man, I know there's slowing down of stuff, but I go to restaurants and places are packed. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's odd. He goes, he went to a, a very popular steakhouse uh, for the shishi because my aunt and him are dinks, double income, no kids. Uh, but, he uh, he asked for like a salad and, and like a steak salad or something like uh we can't do that. He's like, Oh, you don't have the stuff? I'm like, no, we don't have anybody to make it. <laughs> he goes, We we literally have our, our 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 two main cooks and the people that handle that, they they're they're not doing we don't have them. We're hiring. It's weird. It's weird, but it's good. It's good. It's a good report today. So good for them. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. But as I've talked about over and over again, remember, we are. Look at the consumer confidence. And it's not what it was. There is a worry there. And while we're spending at about the same rate in some places, here's the reality of it. Where we were spending. You know. X for gas, Y for this. We had Z, and we go buy some goods. Now we're spending X for same amount of gas, but it's gone up. So it's a big capital X, big capital Y for living. There is no Z money. So that's the difference. While they may spend the same, the facts are it's not the same because of the cost of everything. Gas prices. The other day, still just mind-boggling the whole 
insanity of 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 gas and and you know this this want you know producer anthony we speak every morning we were talking he's like look quietly behind the scenes they're stoked the gas is five bucks a gallon they're excited right this is a this is a this is a quick quicker way to get what they want which is everybody on electric cars or not having cars or whatever it is now they don't want the the you know they, they look at it in the greater good of the world look what we're going to be doing etc etc uh, not understanding the the average person and, and what it takes to fill up and go to work and how they're getting hurt uh, and how this is affecting them and the cost of everything is continuing to rise they're very much excited about it but they also realize your job may be done and dusted if you can't get some of it under control but it, they, they you know it's it's they sit there and insult the 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 oil and gas industry, the coal industry. Remember, you want an electric car unless you have magic lightning beans. You're going to get a lot of that stuff from coal and natural gas. So, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Think about that. We are pursuing these very ambitious goals, most ambitious in history, which is to reduce our CO2 emissions by, in half by 2030, 100% clean electricity by 2035, and net zero carbon emissions by 2050. That's what it is. That's it. And if you destroy the economy, can you get there? Uh, yeah, I think you can get there, but it, it, the shock to the system, the 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 going after big business and doing it in such a disingenuous and lying way. You know, Grant Holmes in there, we're doing all, yeah, you can do some of those things. Look, uh, 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 you know, Joe has been on record a thousand times saying he's coming for the fossil fuel industry. He's coming for them. He's going to put them out of business. This is what he wants to do. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing when it's over will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less relying on fossil fuels when this is over. Yeah. But you're telling people, right, who are struggling. So think of it as in in a water context. You're you're down here and you've got 4 minutes of air left. But it's 6 minutes to the top. Now they could get you some more air, but that might hurt some of the environment. So we'll go try to buy some more air somewhere else, but you can't afford it. Oh. Yeah. But you feel that you're doing the the better good. I get that. I I think all of us agree, right, left, we all want to get off fossil fuels. But it's just not going to happen. Not the way that they want it to happen. Not as fast as they want it to happen with the way that they want it to happen. Meaning they want everybody to, you know, to have an electric car, uh, they want everybody to to you know to have all the goods. They want everybody to have all the stuff and think that magically these things are going to go away and there's not going to be any repercussions. It doesn't work that way. And then lying about you know how gas prices work. I mean this this right here this is a Bloomberg. So you got uh, Jonathan uh, Farrow, uh, who is uh, you know talking to Heather uh, Boucher, who's one of the White House you know economic advisors and. And they're just like, does he not get the way that the whole thing works with gas and everything? The president over the weekend said this. My message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. Jeff Bezos, 
came out and tweeted the following. Inflation is far too important a problem for the White House to keep making statements like this. It's either straight ahead misdirection or a deep misunderstanding of basic market dynamics. Where's that messaging coming from? The president has made clear that his number one goal is delivering for the American people. We are in a time of crisis. We are in a time of war. And one of the consequences is this high price of oil. Everyone in the nation wants to know the answer to the question I just asked you. Who is advising the president on shockingly naive price theory over a gallon of gas? So the president is not shockingly naive. Yeah, he is. Either, well, first of all, did he tweet out the stuff? No, you've got, and from what I understand, behind closed doors, you have a, a, a younger group of people, right, you know, who are full of piss and vinegar and hope, and, and they're not nihilist and, and, or realist, you know, and, and, but they're also activists in a lot of ways, in their political ways, and they, they're about capitalism is greed, destroys the world, doesn't give us anything, just takes, 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 takes. And the reason is the mom and pop shop down the street, and I continue to go back, and if you do any research whatsoever, go look and see who owns most gas stations and how they make their money. It's kind of like theater owners. Theater owners make their money not on selling tickets to see, you know, Maverick, Top Gun, or the Minions. They get a quarter a ticket. And in some cases, in big ones, they make it zero the first weekend or two. They get their money because people are buying popcorn. That's where they make their money. Same thing with gas stations. They make their money off of the snacks. So you want to know why certain stations have much higher prices? They probably don't sell snacks. They don't. They probably don't sell. They don't. They don't have the same kind of things. The other ones, they have their own credit card. That they're making money off interest in other places. He's out there basically accusing the gas stations, everybody of ripping people off. Doesn't understand it. So you got this young generation. That's the way they feel. The older generations, like, look, stop saying that and stop saying it's Putin's fault. Let's be honest. And that's the battle that's going on there. Do I think he's naive? No, he's not naive. He's not disingenuous. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's politics. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Here at Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, Raycons, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. Wear them all the time. I will be playing golf this weekend. I'll have my Raycons on. I am editing a lot. Have my Raycons on. Sometimes just chilling in the jacuzzi. Have my Raycons on. Don't even feel them. Fit amazing. Sound amazing. They're incredible. Right? So this summer... You're rocking, you're rolling, you want to get out there and work out. You don't want the you know, the ones that fit around the back of your neck. or Get Raycons. You will not be disappointed. Premium earbuds at half the price. 49,000 five-star reviews. The best earbuds around. Period. Kiss close. End of story. Eight hours of talk time. 32 hours of battery life. Get your everyday earbuds now. Save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) 
I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. God, I can't even remember the last time we talked about COVID. Is that still a thing? <laughs> I'm kidding. Good God. Settle down. People freak out still about that. They do. And and I, I think we talked the other day. I know more people now that have COVID than any other time, but we're just, it's, it's, you have a day where you don't feel good uh, and maybe you sleep. Some people may have a couple days uh, and then they're, you know, they're, they're fine and, and they, and they move on. It's, it's kind of becoming the, we joke the army cold, the, the army flu. That's kind of where we're at at this point in time. And Nothing else you could say about that. I mean, I just, I don't know what to say. Because if you go and look where we were a year ago, the numbers, the numbers were down around like 19,000 a day, 10,000 a day, something like that. I mean, we're over 100,000 a day. The deaths are really, really low. But, you know, uh, it's, just don't talk about it. And it's it's also an election season. So you're not going to tell everybody you got to go back in and you can't work anymore. And by the way, we don't have any money. So, so we can't print you any more money. So there's that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. What do you think happens to those people in November? Oh, they're going to leave. Well, some of them are leaving anyways. Uh, speaking of leaving, Netflix has basically told a bunch of their people that work there, hey, guys, uh, shut up. Right? This is not a place where we pay you to be political and you do some work. No, this is the place where we're asking you to actually come here and do work. What? Yeah. Can't believe that. No, no, no. But it, it's it's true. They're having to, uh, more and more companies, in particular, companies that are super supportive of the left, right? Left-leaning companies, companies who are out there who are, they're going to fly you to, you know, first class to get your abortion. They're going to cheer you on as you get your, 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 uh, uh, you know, your surgery to go from whatever, you know, from male to female, female to male or what, what they're, they're, they're LGBT. Everybody's got to wear rainbows in that. I'm, we're talking about left leaning and they've said, we're still a business. We're not an activist place that makes movies and content. We're a business where you guys need to start doing your jobs. It's so funny that they people have to be told that. And, you know, then what happens? Everybody's got a list of demands. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not going to work here unless you do this, 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 this. Oh, my goodness. I love this comic. It's a white comic talking about uh, what you have to do in woke America. I live in Los Angeles. I'm a bro. I'm a straight white guy. You gotta lie. You gotta lie every day if you want to keep working. Every day I have to say, I go, oh, nice to meet you. They go, oh, I identify as a wolf. I am my moon rising, and I go, yeah, me too. <laughs> I say, oh, man, can I have babies? You're like, duh. <laughs> duh. You lie so you can work. <laughs> so true. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So true. You don't think there are people out there lying? You know how I know that? Because I know a lot of those people. I'll see their Facebook and their, or, you know, their, 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 you know, their stuff that they've got on their Instagram and all their social media stuff. And I'll laugh and I'll, you know, I am them or I'll text them. I'm like, nice, dude, really? Because, dude, I know. I know, but I got to say that to keep my job. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Look, I don't fault you for it. I don't. Zero fault in any of that. It sucks that that's the way it has to be. But I think we're getting to the point now where it's the pushback is real. The pushback is is getting there where people are saying, you know what, I, I'm not, you know, I don't care if you want to be whatever you want to be. That's great. I'm not going to champion your cause. Uh, I'm not going to shut up about something that I'm passionate about because it makes you feel uncomfortable because apparently you're allowed to make everybody else feel uncomfortable if you're on a certain side of an aisle and uh, they can't, you know, they can't stand to be questioned about anything. And that's when you know when ideas don't stand up to the smell test, right? What's that? I think it's crap. Then then, then you know that maybe uh, you got problems there with your your... Your math, if you will. It just doesn't add up. Always challenge yourself, and most importantly, challenge the ideas that you believe in. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Jobs, jobs, jobs! Most economists were looking for an additional 250,000, so this number beat in a big way. The unemployment uh, rate at 3.6%, still hanging out at that near 50-year low. Yeah, that's uh, that's a win right there, right? Uh, that's a that, that's a win. We got some jobs out there, kids. People are adding workers. But there's always a but. Oh, Chad, he said he's always a but. It's always a but, guys. It's always a but. Still feels weird, right? We still feel like we're in a recession, going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. I, I don't know what you call it. I don't know. And wages, too, because inflation is so rampant in certain sectors and areas. I mean, you know, we're talking about beef in a minute. I mean, my God. It's it's bacon has a street value. It's like, dude, you got any bacon? Mm. That first taste was free, guys. You're going to have to pay up. I mean, it's it's nuts. That's the other side of it. There's jobs available. So in a world of are we headed towards a recession? I think we're in one. Is it a recession that we would normally think of when it comes to recession? Because when we think of recession, we think of high unemployment, right? And people aren't spending. So inflation isn't where it is. Well, inflation is up. And jobs are available. Look at the wage side of things. Just because something's available doesn't make it great. The good news is wages are going up. The bad news is it's not keeping up with inflation, still insufficient. Wages up 5.1% year over year. We've got an inflation rate up 8.6%. So clearly uh, not keeping pace. Let me translate to you. Eight and five. 
So if wages were up 8%, and inflation was up five. Well, that's a high. I mean, they like to keep it right around one and a half, two percent for inflation. That would mean you got a three percent raise. But you do the opposite, and you've got a three percent loss. And I continue to tell everybody this when people say, "Well, inflation's up, so things are you know it's only ten percent more expensive to live," which is again still ridiculously high when you're looking at one or two percent. This was like to keep it at. The reality is, is it's compound interest. So when you go to the store and what you would normally spend is $100 for your groceries, it's not 110 It's more like a buck 50 And on top of that, that $150 is not getting you what you used to get. You're not getting seven ounces anymore. You're getting five. You're not getting, you know, this kind of, th- this hamburger over here used to be this a pound. You're not getting the same amount. You know, all of these things are changing. So you've got to think about that as well. So it's a weird financial situation, and most people feel uneasy about it. They're like, are we going in the right place? Are we going in a good place? Is this, is this, I don't think people have an idea. And I think depending on the sector you're in. Depending on, you know, you may be in a somewhat, if you, you know, for lack of a better term lately, a bulletproof kind of world, uh, you're going to be okay. You may be in a sector that in the last Great Recession, the, the home sector, you got thumped. But this time, you may do okay. Why? Because it's just we've got way too many wants and not enough haves. So you may stay steady. And you're going to be in other parts of this where you're going to see stuff just really unravel. So it's not going to be that kind of recession we think about in the past. It's going to be potentially something different. And it's the it's how quick can the bounce back come? That's always the thing. There's all I mean, I am 51. Been through several of these. As a child, you didn't know much. And then you start to feel it. And you understand it as you get older. Uh, and, and it's not, you know, if, but when, and then most importantly, how do we take off from here in a way that's fast and, and really gets us moving? We'll see. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, 24, 23 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter. That's one of the big news locally, uh, globally insane to say the least, uh, Shinzo Abe, former prime minister of Japan assassinated. Shinzo Abe was shot in the back while campaigning in the city of Nara near Kyoto Friday. Abe clutching his chest and collapsing. He was airlifted to a local hospital with no vital signs and pronounced dead a short time later. Abe was 67. Abe was Prime Minister of Japan from 2006 to 2007 and again from 2012 to 2020 when he retired due to health reasons. Yeah, I made a homemade gun, and this apparently was his goal. His goal was to kill him. There was no other goal. Goal number one, kill him. Former military officer, uh, served for three years in what is their Navy, and he, uh, he said originally he'd built explosives because he's already confessed all of this stuff. And the gun is 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 a trip because it's like a MacGyver gun. It's, it's got like a little board 
It's probably about six, eight inches long, maybe a little bit longer. It's got copper pieces, right, with, you know, plastic back, uh, backings. It's got wires that run from it. It's got a handle like a gun. Everything's wrapped in black electrical tape. And then underneath, it looks like it's got almost like a like a, a, a car or, you know, a race, little one of those uh, little uh, race cars you would race or, you know, uh, even a battery that you would see out of a uh, like a tattoo gun underneath with wires running up. And he came up and he shot him dead, hit him in the back and through the neck. Uh, and uh, he eventually uh, succumbed to his injuries. There have been gun wounds in two locations in the neck, and there have also been subcutaneous hemorrhage that has been observed, and we conduct resuscitation measures. However, unfortunately, 3 past 5 p.m., he has passed away. Yeah. So, and the question is, Why? I mean, that's, that, that, that's the big, so you wanted to blow him up, but you didn't think it was going to work. I mean, if you want to blow a human being up, because, you know, I mean, we know about suicide bombers, things, but, but you, you, you want to blow, because that's what he wanted to do. He said that, that was originally his plan. He had built all these bombs, and they found a bunch of them and, and other guns. Uh, that is crazy. Like the anger and the hate and the questions are going to be sort of like, what in in God's name happened here? Like, how how did you go from from here to here? So uh, very popular, by the way, Shinzo Abe, very, very popular in Japan. He was their longest serving prime minister. He served for a year, I think, like 2007 to eight. And then he came back and he served for like another eight or nine years. He was and still like a mover and shaker in in the the political world like one of those people where he goes places and people are like oh that's cool you know that guy's good and we we like him still and he militarized a lot of japan and not the way it was feudal wise he brought the military back somewhat because after world war ii they really weren't doing that stuff so it's just a, it's 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 an odd situation we'll have more about that later also going to talk about i'm going to give you a snapshot of what goes on in britain because of uh, you know i've resigned but i'm not going anywhere yet how does that work? How do they even pick a new person? Like, how do they get, like, who's the next person? Like, how do they do that? It's very interesting. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You know, we were talking earlier about the cost of stuff. Uh, and, of course, you know, there's lawsuits coming because, well, beef, high prices. Is there a fix-in? Cisco has filed a lawsuit in Texas accusing Tyson Foods, JBS, Cargill, and National Beef of price fixing. It contends the companies suppressed the number of cattle being slaughtered at least since 2015 in order to drive up the price of beef. The companies control more than 80% of the U.S. beef market. The suit cites an unnamed witness who used to work in the meat industry. Only one of the meat companies commented Cargill says the lawsuit lacks merit. Similar suits are pending in the pork and chicken processing businesses. Where's the beef? Oh, where is the beef? I love that commercial. One of those, man, she became a massive star. You guys might remember that. Let's go back a little bit in the Wayback Machine. Saturday morning, you're at home. If you're older, maybe your kids are at home. You're watching cartoons, right? Watching your Saturday morning fun stuff. Maybe the kids have a soccer game a little bit later. Maybe they come back from one and there's those midday programs on. Or Oh, my goodness. And then... 
out of nowhere, the commercial comes on. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. Ah, Clara. Clara Peller. She died in 1987, a few years after that. She was 85 years old. She didn't become a star until she, well, well, you know, until she was like 82. Uh, Funny. Funny lady. Born in Imperial Russia. I don't think there's anybody back there. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, just uh, as a kid going up, and that commercial was just. And she was everywhere. I mean, you could buy, like, just you know, T-shirts. Where's the beef? And all. It was just crazy. I got my Mork and Ork uh, suspenders, and I got a Where's the Beef on the old suspenders. You know what I'm talking about. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. If it smells in your house and that smell isn't good, let's fix that with Eden Pure. EdenPureDeals.com, best air purifier around. Absolutely fantastic air purifiers. So what do you get with these? Well, right now they got a BOGO going on. You buy one, you get one. Buy one, you get one. You buy one, you get one. You buy one, you get one. That means you buy one, you get one. You buy two, you get two. You buy 20, you get 20. You buy a million, you get a million. The Oxleaf Two Thunderstorm. Plug it straight in your wall. No filters. Super quiet. Eliminates odors. Like that. Fantastic. You're going to love these. They don't hide or mask the odors. They destroy them. So now's your chance to buy one, get one. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use Chad, C-H-A-D-B-O-G-O. Chad Bogo. Free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Chad Bogo. EdenPureDeals.com. Chad Bogo. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. Investigators now digging into the alleged shooter's background and any possible missed red flags. Lake County Police Commissioner Chris Cavelli telling ABC News that authorities had actually been called to the accused gunman's home, mostly for domestic reasons, a number of times. Yeah, apparently up to 22 times. Uh, there was a lot of problems, and there's no doubt that this guy has a ton of problems. Uh, and uh, and anger. But apparently that's not the issue with the guns. Nope, no, this guy has solved it. Self-proclaimed liberal therapist. And, uh, and what we need to do with guns, because it's not about mental health. Almost all mass shooters are cisgender men, and for some reason, we don't really talk about men being the primary problem. Can we please blame the patriarchy and not blame mental health? People with mental illness are far more likely to be the victims, not the shooter. Okay, so it's cisgendered men. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 true. Although a lot of these younger ones, the latest ones are a lot of the incel. If you know what that is, basically, it's it, look it up. But let's just say it's uh, they have trouble getting dates. <laughs> it's all women's fault. It used to be you went to become a serial killer, right? Uh, now apparently it's uh, it's different. Remember, pinning everything on mental health is also a good way to distract you from focusing on the problem of gun ownership. And you know it's a distraction because the people in power who blame mental health don't give a shit about improving access to mental health care. They want you to think that all the shooters are crazy so that they can justify having all their guns. Whatever. Whatever. You guys, you want your guns and freedom. Whatever. You guys are all about freedom. You're like, what? Yeah, so that's it. So it's the patriarchy. It's the cisgendered males. Uh, you guys are idiots. I'm not saying anything you don't already know. This is being stupid and horrifying. Look, we need to put more money into mental health. You go back and look in the... We had a robust, massive mental health uh, world back in the... Because we just locked crazy up. So we did. Now, that wasn't always great either. But there, there's a happy medium of... And and yeah, you know, let's call it for what it is. It's crazy. It's unstable. It's 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 a person that is not in touch with reality. It's somebody who's losing the grips with reality. It's 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 crazy. So that we can't have this conversation. You can't say so oh, isn't crazy and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't say crazy because the people could be upset." No, it's like let's call people for what they are. They're, they're, something's gone, something's poisoned their mind, and sometimes it's drugs. And sometimes it's just the wirings don't work. It's not the patriarchy. My God. So stupid. That's why we can't have nice things. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Some of you were laughing about the where's the beef. God, I just loved that that line at the end when she's talking, old Clara. I'm less bummed. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. I just love. It. I don't think there's anybody back there. <sighs> Clara, Imperial Russia. Think about that, huh? Those. How about those apples? Where you born? Imperial Russia, which is kind of what they're doing now. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. A lot of stuff still to squeeze into, including. Bob Dylan sold more stuff. Wah. Everybody hates capitalism until it pays you well. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. So I went to bed a little bit late last night. Ate dinner, watched. Uh, it's like one of those days yesterday. Where it was like I didn't want to. 
Like it was crazy. I was super busy doing all kinds of stuff. I was telling my wife, I just want to sit there. I just want to watch something that's stupid. You know, Family Guys. You know, Rick and Morty. Something kind of makes me laugh. That's absurd. And then I and the and the kids they don't have school today. Uh, they're still they're like a year round school, so they go school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday year round, uh, and then they have you know like three weeks off here, two weeks off there. So they're still in school, but Friday's their day off. And so they were out swimming late. And I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm going to swim. And I jumped in the pool and swam for about 20 minutes, you know, like 9.30 or 10. Everybody's like, well, it's not very late, but I get up at 2 in the morning, 2.30. But it was very interesting because uh, as I jumped in the pool, right before that, I was like, oh, wow, there was an assassination attempt, you know? And you're like, oh, in Japan, in Shinzo Abe, uh, the former prime minister, who was, I believe, the longest serving prime minister in the history of Japan. And, uh, you know, reports started coming out. Well, you know, in the video, it's like you, you kind of hear something and you see him collapse. It's, you know, it, it's not like uh, some of these other things that you, you see when you see people shot because this guy made, a, a, I think it was a homemade weapon. But it is just insane. And uh, he's dead. And you're like, wow. And like, there's a different Like, He was assassinated. He was stumping for another leader. And you got to think about it. Japan is, these aren't the feudal days. Japan used to be a very feudal society. So the last prime minister that was either prime minister or retired prime minister that was assassinated was in the 30s. They have very little crime in particular violent crime and with guns it's nothing it's why that you know it's a homemade and lo and behold he is uh he's shot and dead and like everything else are you mentally deranged uh you know the questions that you're seeing stuff is he north korean is it all of this stuff is popping up and it's not like our when you see world leaders it's not like our world leaders as far as like here or you know maybe even in europe i mean like some of our senators have more security. I said the governor came here from Arizona, uh, Doug Ducey. Uh, he comes in because the, the 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 midday show and him, uh, Mike Broomhead's his name. Mike's a great guy. Uh, they're very close. And uh, Doug, I always know it's the day because I can see out in the window and there'll be like three black SUVs that pull by and he's got a, a security detail. It's not like that in Japan. They don't have security details like that. So it was it was it was a shock. It was a shock, but he was shot and killed by looks like a homemade weapon. Shinzo Abe was shot in the back while campaigning in the city of Nara near Kyoto Friday, Abe clutching his chest and collapsing. <laughs> was airlifted to a local hospital with no vital signs and pronounced dead a short time later. Abe was 67. Abe was Prime Minister of Japan from 2006 to 2007 and again from 2012 to 2020 when he retired due to health reasons. So then there was, was he dead? Was he not dead? Was he dead? Was he not dead? Was he dead? Was he not dead? Well, he ended up dying. And like I say, the whole thing is just bizarre. Here's what we know so far about the suspected shooter. He's been identified as 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami from the city of Nara. He's a former soldier, and according to Japan's local broadcaster, he told investigators that he was unhappy with the former prime minister and that he intended to kill him. Why are you unhappy? You know, one of the things that uh, Shinzo Abe did, uh, you know, because 
if you guys know anything about, you know, history and stuff, Japan was a very feudal society. So, you know, you talk about the samurai, like that was all real, right? The clans uh, that fought against each other, the samurais, all of that stuff. And it was a feudal society. And, and moving all the way through into the World War II, they, they, they were very militaristic. The military pretty much ran everything over there. And then, of course, you had, uh, you know, the, the, the emperor. And the emperor, I think the first words there, the people ever heard from the emperor is when they surrendered. It was like the first words. I mean, he was... And after that, nothing, right? They, 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 they went the exact opposite direction. Like, nah, we're not going to do this stuff anymore. So when he came into power, his big thing was, he's like, man, we got to strengthen ourselves. We can't be a sitting duck out here. Looks over, you know, the, you know, the sea of Japan. There's, you know, North Korea is always firing stuff here. They're always, you know, raising their voice. What if they did do something? We've got China on our doorsteps as well. We, we, we can't do nothing. So he started to militarize a bit of, of Japan and, and try to modernize some of that. Did this guy lose his gig because of this guy? I don't know. I don't know, but he wasn't hated. Abe was a popular leader and became the country's longest serving prime minister. At the time of the attack, he was giving a speech in support of a party member ahead of parliamentary elections this weekend. Despite stepping down, Abe remained a major power broker, both domestically and internationally, helping shape American foreign policy in the region for years. Yeah, so Abe was shot. Yesterday he had Boris uh, step away. And that's very interesting uh, that, I mean, you know, getting to the international. I love, I, to me, I always find all of the other stuff that goes on like this very interesting to see how we are differ in the way that we handle things. But it has definitely been a situation of foreign leaders in, in the news. So uh, people keep asking me yesterday, how exactly, because... Boris Johnson and, and, you know, because I lived over there and, 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 you know, for, for quite a long time and I knew a lot of MPs, how does the whole process work? Cause there's a process. Isn't it an easy thing to, uh, because if, if tonight Biden comes out and he says, you know, uh, I'm stepping down. There's a, we have a process cause we have a line of secession. It didn't really work that way in 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 Britain, right? It it doesn't. It's it's all about jockeying for position because the conservatives are in power, so they're going to jockey for positions. The the two or three people, and then they'll vote and come up within the party of the people that they believe should run for said office to be the next prime minister. While that happens, Boris Johnson's still in power. Doesn't it work that way in, 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 in a situation like this? If you, if you resign, you resign. We've, but we have a line of secession. So even if you said, look, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if he comes out today, Biden, and he goes, hey, you know what? Uh, 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 I'm going to resign and, you know, uh, July, you know, August 1st uh, will be my last day. But we know what the line of secession is. Here... He resigns. We don't know when the next person is going to be the prime minister. That could take a while. Some people have, 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 have even hinted at, which I think would be tough, that it may not be till October. So he essentially, 
I quit my job, but I'm going to stick around. Realistically, there are only two weeks left before the summer recess. In other words, two weeks before Parliament finishes. So in that amount of time, hopefully, all the other Conservative MPs will get to choose who they want to be the next leader. When that's whittled down to two people, it's then pushed out to all the members of the Conservative Party out in the country. They'll spend the summer also deciding. So this isn't a quick process. No. And uh, what, what he was saying there about the, the interesting thing is, so they pick the people, right? So let's say it gets narrowed down to uh, two people. Sometimes it's we recognize that's really much just one person, but two people. So, and he or she get essentially on a ballot. Now, the ballot doesn't go to the whole country. It is actually mailed out to, think of primaries, card-carrying conservatives, part of the Tory party. They will then make their selection, and mail it back in. And then that person, whoever that person is, uh, that gets the most votes, is the winner. And then the queen will say, uh, you know, yes, of course, because you've got to go. That's part of the other process. Not only did he have to resign yesterday, he has to go over to the palace and hand his resignation in. Even though it's more pomp and circumstance, it's not. she doesn't have any political power anymore, the queen and, and the royal family. So uh, it's it's I find it fascinating. I do, because there's 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 interesting good things and bad things about the way that they do stuff. I mean, some of the good things are is the fact that, you know, if the Democrats said today we they could have a vote of no confidence over over Joe Biden and put somebody in there that is confident. Uh, They did that with. uh, Boris Johnson, I think, what, three weeks ago. And he survived that. And uh, and that's why he may stick around even longer while they search for somebody, because the reality is, is you can't have another no vote of confidence for 12 months. So but he said he's not going to make any like fiscal decisions. None of that stuff is, is going to happen. Uh, so it's going to be interesting the way that see that plays out. See, the, the world we got you look back and for all the bitching, the whining, the moaning, the screaming, the yelling, the all of the anger that we have. here, we got way too much of it. Here's the reality of it. While some of their stuff is interesting, think about what's going on in Israel. What are they on their fifth government in two years? Yeah. Because you have to build coalitions and they break apart easy because everybody wants all the stuff they want. uh, Where you might be able to get rid of somebody that you don't like once it becomes a situation where you could do that. And people realize how easy it is to do that. There's a reason we make things tough because it's it's asking you over. Are you guys sure you want to do this? Are you positive you want to do this? Because, you know, like recalls, California had the recall earlier this year for Chesa Bodine, who was there, uh, the uh, San Francisco uh, district attorney. And they're going to do it with George Gascon. Uh, they've got enough, you know, signatures on the ballot. They're going to get him on the ballot. They're going to recall him. I don't think it's going to I think it's going to be the exact same thing that we saw. I mean, here's a guy who's you know, lax, who gives more to, uh, you know, they, he looks at criminals as downtrodden and just sad people who just need a hug and and uh, and victims as, you know, uh, well, you guys are really the perpetrators. But it take you got to get all this stuff on the ballot. It takes a long time. They ask you over and over. Where in other parts of the world, you can do stuff willy-nilly. And in a time where we are so 
emotional and at times rage and at times that's why like when they talk about the filibuster you can't do that you can't get rid of the filibuster because if you do what do we have we have government by fiat where every couple weeks you've got crazy swings here and then all of a sudden the next group that takes over the republicans they would swing it back over and undo everything that was undone and they would you can't have that because extremes would rule the party Interesting. I find it interesting. Fascinating. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet and text. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. Raycons. Best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. Wear them all the time. Be golfing this weekend. Doing a lot of editing as I do uh, on a daily basis. And uh, uh, I've got, you know, my, my Raycons for the outdoors, which is my everyday Raycons. And I've got my Raycons that I have on, you know, uh, essentially uh, isolation, where all I want to do is isolate and hear the stuff in front of me. And uh, it's awesome. And my golf ones, I got them on the awareness mode, meaning whatever's going on outside, I can still kind of hear it. I hear my sound amazing, but I'm aware that things are going on. It's just comfortable, too. I'll wear them for four hours golfing, and I'll never even think about, oh, these things are uncomfortable. That's a big thing for me. I, uh, you know, it's coming from the radio world. I got the headphones. I Because it, it could drive me crazy. Not with earbuds. Love my earbuds, my everyday earbuds from Raycon. 49,000 five-star reviews. The best price point you're ever going to find. And... Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. You're going to get nothing better than that. You're going to love these. Get them right now. Save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. The best earbuds around. Period. Case closed. End of story. Go. Now. Buyraycons.com slash Chad. Come back. Wrap it up. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. A re-recorded, one-of-a-kind performance by Bob Dylan himself of his classic anthem, Blowing in the Wind, just sold at auction at Christie's in London for nearly $1.8 million. And no, you can't hear it. Only the bidders were permitted to preview the song. So why do it? Producer T-Bone Burnett, who oversaw the recording, tells Variety it's in part a commentary on artists earning fractions of a cent from streaming, saying he and Dylan determined it'd be easier to sell one song for a million dollars than a million songs for one dollar. That's smart. You know, he sold his, obviously he got rid of his, uh, his library, if you will, his catalog of goodies, made a ton of money doing that. But when you're in a position like that, it depends on your business, right? Like some business, you're like, I would rather have a penny from, you know, 7 billion people than, you know, $500,000 from, you know, what is this something ridiculous like that? It, 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 sometimes people are squirrel hunters and some people are big game hunters. It's a big game hunter in this situation, which is uh, I'm going after the biggie. I'm going to sell one for this. And they're also realizing I am a walking memorabilia. I'm a walking, talking memorabilia. I can sell something for because people love what I do or they just want to own a piece of history or whatever. I could sell it for gobs of cash. Well, yeah, you can. I mean, so why wouldn't you? And he did. Good for him. 
Good for him. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, what's in theaters? Uh, well, The Rise of Gru is going to be out. But, of course, I tell you guys this right now. You know, you got the love and the thunder, right? The Thor love and thunder. Love and thunder. Thunder, thunder, thunder. I will probably go uh, see that at some point this weekend. Uh, I think we're going to try to do that, get the kids out there. Although I think, you know, we might have a situation where uh, Jack will say, Dad, can you, uh, can, you, uh, can you wait for me? Or he'll go see it. He'll say, Dad, don't go see it. I want to go see it with you. And then he'll go see it because that feels like something he, he would do. But Crims Hemingsworth back as Thor. You got Natalie Portman as Thorette, I guess. She comes back and uh, she's yoked. She's ripped. Uh, and uh, they worked out hard, man. You don't you don't look like that by chance. Genes play a huge part in it. Don't get me wrong, right? Chris Hemsworth, his brother isn't yoked and ripped like him, but genes play a part. He's a he's a good looking guy. Natalie Portman's good looking. The genes play a part of it. Some weightlifting. <laughs> N- Natalie led the charge we, in the gym. This was we, we, the, we all went to the gym. gym. We went to the gym. She was there first. Every tried morning. to keep up with her. Yeah, that's very sweet. But I was um. I was especially grateful to everyone's imagination to cast a 5'3 actress in a six-foot role. I think that takes a real leap of of possibility in your mind and um, probably not something I will, you know, get the opportunity to do, um, to be imagined as by any other group. Yeah. So she plays Jane, and it's funny because she is, uh, she she did, she put on some beef, if you will. Beef, you said. Where's the beef? <laughs> so that that should do well. I want to see how it does against uh, Gru and them this weekend. Because, uh, man, I tell you what, I just, I'm glad that movies are back. I want to see what it really looks like when we start to roll this thing out. And I like the fact that some people, you know, I, I love the fact that, Mavericks over a billion dollars, and they've done that all without China's box office. Like, that's cool. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Have a great weekend. We will do it Oh Monday. I'm back to a regular week next week. I know. As always, night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.